Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. I'm so thankful that you have joined me for this time in God's Word. I want you to turn your Bibles today to the book of Philippians, chapter number 4. The book of Philippians, chapter number 4. So as you come to Philippians 4, we come to the book of Philippians, and Philippians has been called the epistle of joy. Now, that's rather remarkable if you really think about it, if you consider that Philippians was written while Paul was in a Roman prison. Yet, yet, is here in Philippians that he says over and over again, rejoice, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Uh, This is just really uh, the anthem of Philippians over and over again as Paul mentions uh, this word rejoice. And so it's really amazing that in the midst of the greatest trial of life, you can have peace. You go all the way back to the book of Acts and you consider that when this church was planted, Paul and Silas were in prison. And the Bible says that uh, and they had actually been beaten and scourged and now were locked in chains in the dungeon of the prison. And the Bible says about midnight, they were praying and singing hymns and songs to God in the midst of the prison. And people have asked me for a long time, what do you think they were singing? And I always go back and say, Amazing Grace. Now, now that's a joke, of course, considering that Amazing Grace hadn't been written yet. But you understand what I mean. They were, they were in a midst, and they, 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 they had a posture of praise even in prison. That's amazing, friends, when we can have that peace and that joy. So years later, Paul's now in another prison. And he's writing to the Philippians. And in chapter 1, he says, I want you to know, my brothers, that what's happened to me has actually resulted in the advancement of the gospel. They could actually resonate with that because they understood that when Paul was in prison in Philippi, that yes, the gospel had advanced because that night when the... They sang and prayed. What a great earthquake happened. And when that happened, the Philippian jailer and all of his family were converted to Christianity. So yes, uh, even the imprisonment can result in the advancement of the gospel, which just reminds you that no matter what situation you find yourself in today, always use it as a platform to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It could be a dire situation like prison, or it could just be right there in your career. It could be inside of your family. Uh, It could be at the schoolhouse, wherever it is. Use whatever platform God has given you to advance his gospel. So we come to chapter 4 of Philippians. And in chapter 4 of Philippians, of course, we have that famous verse that is on the eye strip of every football player uh, known to man and is quoted before every boxing match and every MMA fight and is uh, plastered on tattoos of every weightlifter in the world. And it is what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Which is a beautiful verse. Uh, But in the context of when it's spoken, uh, Paul is actually in prison. And he says, I know how... I've learned the secret of being content. I know how to have a lot. I know how to have a little, whether well-fed or whether hungry. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. A beautiful verse of Scripture, to say the least. 
the most famous of probably all the verses in Philippians chapter 4. But that's not the verse I want to cover today. I want us to go to the last three verses of the book of Philippians. Philippians 21 through 23. Paul says in his closing remarks, Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. Those brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those from Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And I realized that I, I missed one line in verse 21, and that line says, those brothers who are with me greet you. So when we look at this text today, there are three lessons that we get from this text. Number one, as believers, we are markedly different than the rest of the world. We're different than everybody else. What does he say? He says, greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The word saint actually comes from the Greek word sanctification, which means to separate, to mark as different, to is the New Testament equivalent of the Old Testament consecration. It's the setting apart of an instrument to be used for the glory of God. So as a saint of God, we've been set apart to be used for his glory. As a saint of God, I'm different than the rest of the world. There's a lot of people on earth, but a saint of God is different than all the rest. You remember the old saying, we are in the world, but we're not of the world. Peter would say in 1 Peter chapter number 2, we are aliens and strangers on this earth. Friends, our citizenship is in heaven. We are markedly different than the rest of the world. Number two, as believers, we are grafted into the family of God. We talked about this extensively yesterday as we talked about the holiday season and we talked about the apostle Paul being called brother Saul on his conversion. But look what it says. It says, though those brothers who are with me greet you. Those brothers who are with me. So Paul had traveling companions. He had people who were in prison with him, people who were in prison for the name of the gospel. And Paul's telling the church at Philippians, the brothers, the family of God, those who are saved, those who have like mind and heart, they are with me. And we are all family and part of the same family through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're markedly different than the rest of the world. As believers, we're grafted into the family of God. Number three, we see this all-inclusive call to come and be joined with Christ. Paul says, all the saints greet you, but especially those from Caesar's household. You know, when you come to the end of the book of Acts, Acts 28, Paul finally gets down to Rome. And when he gets to Rome, he enters a house church and some Jews come and he preaches to the Jews and they reject his message. And Paul says, that's it. From now on, I'll go to the Gentiles. And then we hear at the end of the book of Acts, from then on that Paul was under house arrest and he continued preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus. However, we never know what happens. It just seems like the book just ends. Well, Philippians kind of fills in the blanks for us. Paul says, especially those saints from Caesar's household, they greet you. Now think about that. Caesar's household, this pagan king of Rome has people in his own household that have come to saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Meaning, this is an all-inclusive call. No matter who you are, no matter your background, whether big or tall, lofty or poor, rich or without nothing, no matter who you are, you can come and be a part of the family of God 
through Christ Jesus. So today, no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, won't you come and give your life to Christ and be a part of the family of God? It's the all-inclusive call to come and be with Him. God bless you. Have a good afternoon, and I will see you tomorrow.